Hey, it's your boy Kai. Welcome to the Kairos Has Friends podcast, where I sit down with the people that mean the most to me, my colleagues and my friends. If you like our Falcon and the Winter Soldier panel today, please be sure to follow me at The Vibe with Kai on your favorite social media platforms, or you can visit my official website at thevibewithkai.com, where I'm always posting things that will help you do good, feel good, be good, and live a good life full of good vibes. Today, we are talking about the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the latest Disney Plus entry into the Marvel Cinematic universe please be aware that today's panel may contain spoilers for falcon and, and by may i mean it definitely will contain <laughs> spoilers for falcon and the winter soldier wandavision the mcu in general and we're even going to talk a little bit about Zack snyder's justice league so if you're not caught up on all of those things click out watch all 17 hours of justice league and then come back and watch this episode but that said once again welcome to the kairos friends podcast uh, I, I hope you enjoy our latest edition of this panel because this is fun. I'm enjoying doing this. Uh, joining us today uh, are the, the our usual crew uh, of MCU nerds. They come back for another round of being nerds uh, here with me today. My good friend, Jonathan V. Palanco. You beautiful, beautiful person. You. Hi, how are you? Good morning, Kyrus. How are you? Good morning. I am doing well. You look ravishing as normal. Oh, stop this old thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? So, what are you gracing us with today in in the world of of makeup? Uh, it's just a little bit of chapstick, you know. Just uh, got a new uh, sm- lip smuckers uh, brand chapstick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some Burt's bees. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's weird though because i watched justice league and then i woke up with this kind of like diana prince inspired oh yeah vibe you know and i don't know it just happens i don't know the, yeah it just, you know, just kind of happened i totally get it from mount olympus and just kind of <laughs> with, uh, a full island well you look you look there. you look ravishing darling you look ravishing. Um, and then uh, also joining us, my good friend of, of, I think we're going two, three weeks strong now, of friendship. I like the I like the direction this is headed. Uh, my friend, Jackie Beltron. Hi. Hi. I love friendship. Also looking beautiful as, as usual. Like, I don't, when do you all have time to wake up and just look like this? Did you wake up like this, Jackie? You know what? I'll say yes, just so everybody <laughs> believes it. But when you're a teacher, it helps because you're just hot wired to wake up at like, the hot what the spark of dawn yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh well it's nice to have you back and then obviously uh we have our good friend jared million rejoining us uh this week um uh he was he was lazy last week and didn't want to jump kidding he no he, oh, <laughs> he was not, i'm kidding i'm kidding, so kidding. uh jared million what's up man how are you hi i'm so happy to be back i will never miss again ever it felt how like they like, didn't go to school and they went on a school trip or watched a movie <laughs> or something. you missed the day that we went to the zoo jared i was so <laughs> upset i wanted to see the elephant <laughs> It's so I'm so happy to have you back. We have a we have a lot to talk about, friends, because this was a this was definitely a week of th- things that comic book lovers uh, love. So a good obviously, week for nerds, a good yeah, week for- this was a good week for 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 us us nerds of comic books and 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 movie stuff that involve comic books. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about today um, is the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which came out this week um four hours long we were just talking before this we were saying i was i think that it should have been broken up into uh two different like two parts at least um i also believe that if they cut out all the slow-mo the movie would be one hour long oh my god (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of slow-mo so much literal first 20 minutes i was like is this why it's four hours this is why and like here's the thing like it wasn't all just action slow-mo like sometimes somebody would say something dramatic and then batman would be like slow turn to the camera (laughs) it's like zach what do you like i I, I get it you have have creative freedom where is dialogue being shared there's no progression of plot it's just here's this person's reaction to movement Yes. I love I love beautiful slow mo, but I feel like it should be treated like salt just to sprinkle every once yes. in a while. Just a little you, treat. Jackie, you and I will have an offline conversation about salt. It is a flavor.
flavor enhancer, <laughs> the more the merrier. It everything I put salt on salt in my life. So. Oh, <laughs> I'll just hate you. <laughs> I can't. Well, I want I want to know what your reactions are. Um, my my personal reaction. Uh, I thought it was. I mean, it, it can only go up from where it was, but I I, I liked it. Um, even though it was four hours. It didn't seem like four hours. It, um, no. You know, it, it was a long movie. Um, there was a couple times that I kind of tuned out because I felt like at sometimes it was more of a like an audio book mm-hmm. than an actual movie. I'm like, I don't need to watch this part. I can just kind of listen, you know. But uh, I liked it. My favorite character, uh, Cyborg, without a doubt. I, I thought um, I, I really love this this whole uh, um, backstory. Uh, I felt for him. Uh, I'm glad that they gave fleshed out stories to all of these characters. Henry Cavill is a very attractive man. Uh, like, oh, good Lord. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. God. That is me as a cis straight male saying this, and I have no shame in saying it. And he he's a, a nerd. Witcher, right? He, he is a nerd. Yeah. You the Witcher? Yes, I love The Witcher. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's incredible. That's like an incredible situation, how he like came to play that character. And like, mm-hmm. he really is like king of the nerds. Henry yes, he Jekyll. is. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I overall, I, I, and I wrote this on my Facebook status as well. I think Ben Affleck is a pretty good Batman. I, I don't see yeah. any, I don't see how anybody could hate but him. The thing, this, this Batman, I enjoyed. The mm-hmm. last one from the first release of Josh Whedon's cut of mm-hmm. the Justice League movie, hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated I, it. Hated it. Hated it. I was like, "Why are you making Batman funny? Like he's a fun. <laughs> he's like throwing little one-liners and quips and shit. I'm like, he's yeah. that's not Batman. Whereas this one, he was very situationally funny because he was kind of reacting to people, which is that's what makes Batman funny in the comics and the cartoons and the animation and everything like that. He's not funny he's he's a he's a human man who has seen the worst of all society and he's so broken by it but he's doing his best to kind of continue the mantle that he set out to do to kind of right the wrong of his parents being murdered you know and i think that the way that they portrayed him in this was much more like comic accurate and was way more enjoyable you know i wanted to see more of this ben affleck as Batman. you know i wasn't bored of it do you think it was funny when uh when Batman at the end, when Marshall Man- Martian Manhunter just unannounced shows up at his door and he was just like, what kind of thing? <laughs> he was just like, oh my God, can I please, fi- I was literally sleeping. I was like, asleep. He was just like, can I help you? And I was just like, no armor, no nothing. Right. He was sick of it all, He's like what? He, he walked out, he was like, what, what now? What, yeah. what I just <laughs> saved the world, I just saved the universe. Can I just can I take a nap? Like, please take a nap in my beautiful cliffside home, please. Like, yeah. I'm like, for, I'm like a little indifferent for Ben Affleck. It's not that I don't, I, I never have like hated him as Batman. I just think like as an as like an actor, I'm not the biggest fan of his. That's fair. And I'm not either. Me, I'm too. also like a little. I feel the same way about Batman as I do about Catwoman, where I just love. For me, like, I love Michael Keaton as Batman so much that there's really, for me, never been someone that's, like, even come close. I have, like, a, I know this is, like, my most controversial opinion. I don't love the Christopher Nolan movies at all. I really don't. I think they're, they're like, intentionally dark, not actually dark, almost, where it's almost, like, let's make this so dark so, like, everyone loves it. And it's, like, for me, it's, like, too... For me, like, it loses something there. Okay. So I like the... I like that Batman, like you said, is, is like, a little bit lighter, almost, in these, and he's more comic accurate. But for me, it's just, like, not... There's something... I almost feel like he's too famous to be Batman because mm-hmm. I'm never... I'm never, I never forget that that's Ben Affleck. So like whenever I'm watching it, I'm like never taken out of it. It's like a huge reason why I'm obsessed with, is it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? I think it's Gadot. Is it it Gadot? Mm -hmm. So I'm obsessed with Gal Gadot. Unbelievable. I've said this on this podcast before. I think that she's one of the most perfect superhero castings ever. And I love Jason Momoa too. Mm -hmm. And I think that what's, what was cool about them is gal and jason they had like memorable like fast and furious and game of thrones but outside of that they weren't really like household names sure i like that for a superhero because i think it puts them in a place almost like like where we can fall in love with them as the character and not Mm -hmm. be taken out because of the actor so i would never say i hate him as batman 
and I would never say that I like don't like him. I think he's I think he's good. I just am not obsessed with like I would I I'm actually more interested to see the new one, Robert Pattinson. I'm mm-hmm. more interested. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. I think that's gonna be fantastic. You know, it's well. interesting. And, oh, I, yeah. and I'm and I'm and I'm sure you're excited for the flash because I think we are getting some Michael Keaton Batman in that. So oh. <laughs> and 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 Ben Affleck. Can we um, talk about the flash though? Because yes. like in the last movie he was so like just comic throwaway, you know, he doesn't believe in himself. Let's, let's support him, blah, blah, blah. But in this movie, like they touched on like flashpoint, like a yeah. real thing. And I was yeah. like, like, when, I, well, I when liked you, him so much more in this one. Yeah, so much more. If you remember in Batman vs Superman, which I kind of like, but if you remember, too. In, yeah, if you remember in, in Batman vs Superman, they have that whole moment where Ben Affleck's character sees him. And then you, that's like what was so weird about Justice League. The first one that we didn't cut was that we didn't get any of that. Like we didn't know what that was. So I, that was one of my favorite things about the Snyder cut was that we had, we got some continuity to who that flash was in Batman versus Superman. But it almost made me sad because we, I think we're pretty sure we're not going to get any more of these films. And it's so clear that they were setting up like Zack Snyder has talked openly about it, how he was going to do five full movies that we know what the story was supposed to be with the following two. We know where it was going to go. So it's like a little frustrating because it would have probably been really good. Yeah. We are getting flashpoint. Flashpoint is set to film. But I heard that they're like, there was all this script with Cyborg in it that now they're taking Cyborg out. Well, and 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 I'm sure a lot of that had to do with Ray Fisher's, uh, beef with w rightful beef you know yeah, with, with, him, with you wb know? and him st- standing up for himself and how he was treated while he was on set and 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 afterwards by joss whedon who i think <laughs> i think joss whedon is just having the worst like year out of it's the, like, like brian <laughs> it's like respectfully not as bad but it's like his brian singer moment almost where oh they're sure like oh you are no longer who we thought you were yeah, and yeah. Now, and it's what I was saying earlier was my my biggest gripe with the movie was that the Joss Whedon one came out at all because mm. when you're watching the Zack Snyder it felt like we were all actually in the multiverse because yes. I'm like watching it and I'm like wait I'm like did Flash and Superman race no okay they didn't is that like Pet Cemetery line in this one no it's not okay like there's mm-hmm. like certain things that I remember that, that random was- Russian family yeah. do you remember that <laughs> Girl. That he saved, that he like saves. Yeah. And I, what I do, like, this is going to sound weird, but like what I loved about it was that it was so much more violent because that is, that's so DC. That's so Mm -hmm. DC. Like Diana chopping Steppenwolf's head off and like the random F bombs that are in there, which actually I I do want to, I do want to play one of my favorite scenes here um, from, uh, so I'm going to, we're going to talk about this for a second because I, I know people have thoughts on Joker. Um, oh no! I, I, I want to play it. I want to play it. Let's let's listen to this here. I think Jonathan, I'm so loved. You guys can hear it, right? Well, we need to hurry. Got a little deathstroke action. Let the bastard come. She can go, she can go away. Is she British now? This through yeah, that's brother. one of the biggest inconsistencies. You have no yeah. idea how I feel. But we have to stick to the plan to have any chance to make this right. Get some justice Who for Johnny have Depp. have you ever loved? I loved Johnny Depp before you ruined him. <laughs> Contraire, my little fish stick. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave Same him alone. Same, Jonathan. Same, Jonathan. We're gonna talk. Same. You know. Be very careful with the next thing you say. I understand it. Isn't that right? This Joker over Suicide Squad Joker. You can have them all down. (laughs) 
I did like this more than Suicide Squad Joker. You mean so? But that laugh. Also, like, what's this kind of Where are we holding up? Somewhere I'll never suspect. He's such a good looking guy. He's found us. Oh, no. He's found us. So, okay. I, okay, listen. Listen, the scene itself is great. I don't, I never minded Jared Leto's Joker. I wish I had a fan. I think that, that he also on it. I, mean, I brought one for I you. Think I brought that one for he... you today. Thank you, girl. Thank you. If I don't have this, this, this the captain line. Listen, of it, I will die I alone on this hill. I will. I will die alone on this hill. I'm not saying he's the best Joker. It's... I just don't think. I think that he's fallen victim to uh, the. We all know what happened with Suicide Squad behind the scenes, right? Like I think most of his part was cut um, in general. Um, and then I liked him. I liked him better in this than his. I liked this. I liked this Joker. I, the yeah, Joker that we that. saw. I liked I'll this give, Joker. I definitely think he's better in this. Here's yes. my gripe. So first of all, and I'm hoping that my Jonathan backs me up on this. Suicide Squad was about Harley Quinn for me. I was yes. never. I was never interested in the Joker. I was never. I have seen so many good interpretations of the Joker that I didn't necessarily need one. Okay. And my thing with Jared Leto is I have like an issue with actors who I, this is so, so random, but I know I'm with my nerd family where like, it, I call it the Sabrina effect where I feel like it happened to the girl that plays Sabrina in Sabrina, the, the chaos where um, it almost is like, everyone is like, you're going to be so good. You're going to be such a good joker. You're going to be the best joker. Like give it everything you have. And then you're doing this like, Meryl Streep level performance that's like not Meryl it's like it's it in theater we would call it like chewing the scenery almost and like he I have I find him to be I like him as an actor there's a lot of yeah. things that seen him in where I think he's really brilliant mm -hmm. as the Joker I think that he is he has too much autonomy almost and I think that he's created this character that is so it almost reminds me of like a character of who the Joker is. Yeah. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I always felt the way I put it is that I think it feels forced. I always respected his process because he actually, I don't know if this is true because um, I heard this years ago. I heard that he actually like spent time like actually like uh, living with mental patients and actually seeing how they work and how they act. Right. And I wouldn't put it uh, past Leto because he's very method. Yeah. Um, but it felt very forced, like he was trying to act a certain way, especially that laugh is not natural. It feels so forced. Like you see Hawking Phoenix and, or even Heath Ledger, he doesn't have the perfect laugh, but you believe it. This one is just like, <laughs> like it so seems that, like forcing it out. So Heath Ledger, here's like where, what I do like about the Nolan films is Heath Ledger, like when I, I was ready to not love that performance. And when I saw the film, I was like, wow you took text and context and canon that has been there for however many years and Heath Ledger digested it and then regurgitated it in a way that is so fresh and petrifying that whether it's the Joker or not, it's the Joker. It reminds me very much of Hakeem Phoenix where it's this almost interpretation that's so original that it becomes what it is, which is what I feel like Jared was trying to do but it became almost like a character because like we all know like Mark Hamill is incredible and everything that every time. So it's like, if you're going to do that, like Joker voice or like a Joker laugh, if you're going to do that, get, make sure it's real. You know what I right. mean? And for it's Jared, so hard. Never, yeah, exactly. And Jared never nails it for me. He's a beautiful man to look at. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I just, for the Joker, he's like never my Joker. You know also, what I mean? Live action jokers, I feel like you have to kind of find the man beneath the may mayhem. And I don't think that Jared Leto found that man. I think Jared Leto was like, 
What is the craziest things that I can do? How is the craziest I can like sound, you know? And like mm-hmm. hear about all the backstage antics behind, you know, Justice League, Suicide Squad, all that fun stuff where he's like sending boxes of rats to fucking, you know, Margot okay. Robbie, use condoms to other people. And like all these other like, you know, antics. And it's like, bro, the, like, yes, that's Joker, but like, he does it for a reason, you know? Like, it's not just to be like, what's the most outrageous thing that I can do? And I I, 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 I will die on this hill, bitch. I got this hour to <laughs> fucking tattoo. I'm here for the Joker. He's my mm-hmm. favorite, one of my favorite villains in all of, you know, nerddom. And I I just, there's just I, something I will 100% Listen, I will 100% die on this hill. That is okay. I like Jared Leto. I like Jared Leto's Joker. He's not my favorite, but I like Jared Leto's Joker. I do. We uh, can do a panel on that. (laughs) I'll be be the only person on that panel. But I think Jonathan hit the nail on the head. It's it's just not a grounded, for me, it's not grounded. I get it. That's the thing. I get why people don't like him. I get it. I I liked it. I liked him 100%. I don't care how you all feel. I like it. No, 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 no. I do <laughs> care. No, I, I, I do care. I definitely, because I can see I all, every everything that all three of you just said is 100% true and justified, right? I just like, for me, I just, I watched it and like, I enjoyed, I didn't hate it. I didn't, I didn't watch it. And I was, I wasn't like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? Like me personally, like I, I enjoyed, I remember when I watched the trailer for Suicide Squad, when he walks up to Margot Robbie and he's like, I'm not going to hurt you or I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you real bad. Like some people didn't like that. I love that. I loved I'm every side of it. That, but again, once it, once yeah. the product came out and it well, was like, it's we like, could do it. we could like definitely do a Suicide Squad. In the menu <laughs> oh yeah. You want to eat, you know, you see the yeah. picture and you're like, oh, that looks fucking great. That's going to be yeah. fucking delicious. And then you get it and you take a bite and you want to fucking vomit everywhere. Then... <laughs> That and these characters are like so oversaturated for us, and that's kind of where Marvel well, is always yeah. going to be. Well, Marvel. and that yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we're going to get a little Riddler action in in the new Batman <laughs> with Robert Pattinson, which should be fun. And we're going to get some we're getting Penguin returning um, as well. What's up? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be fun. Um, so okay, so we need to we do need to move on to. Uh, our Falcon Winter Soldier. We're shifting from DC. Uh, Michael's gonna see this and be like, "I knew it! I knew it!" Was just oh, I did. Be a- I told him. I did tell him. I was like, oh, "We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Snyder for a little bit." It's gonna be about Justice League. I knew it. <laughs> One hour later, your right. um, performance was trash. You liar! <laughs> By the end of this, we all look like the four of them at the end, like in that injustice moment. It's like I'm where they have like tridents and flash and cyborg. We're like ready to fight over the Justice League. Oh man. Um, so let's talk about uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, I, you know what, <clears throat> it was a, a nice little juxtaposition to what we got with WandaVision. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought the opening sequence um, on the in the canyon was cool. I One thought that was really cool. One of the most thrilling things in the MCU. Yeah. I, yeah. I really was watching it, and I was like, I don't remember the last time I like was so invested yeah. in an action. You it know, was, I, I thought that was really cool. Uh, that, that entire opening uh, action sequence, we got some like really good Falcon uh, oh, and Red God. Wing like, moments let's there. Let's give Sam his moment. Yes, I was yes. like, yes. He, and he definitely got his moments. And then well, I, 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 the surprise of the episode to me was not wasn't the roadie moment because I like I figured I figured roadie was going to be yeah, in, um, at some point um but the I can't remember his name but the character the one of the villains from Winter Soldier that opening scene in Winter Soldier that French guy mm-hmm. from Winter yes. Soldier that Captain America that fought in the beginning of Winter Soldier that was the guy that was heading up the operation of that canyon battle yes. thing. So I would imagine we're going to see more than of him. I thought yeah. that was a nice touch that they brought him. I can't remember his name right now. Um, that they brought him back. Um, I I'm I love the way that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier had no scenes together. They were just like, if anything, I guess oh, exposition. Uh, we got a little when we got a little old school Winter Soldier long hair uh, action as well. Um, thought it was a nice touch with seeing what life was like for both of them. Um, you know, it's nice to see Sam's family. It's nice to see um, Bucky trying to date. He brought he brought he brought her flowers, which is so old school and nice. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. Um, I also liked. Um, uh, I, I liked. Well, I didn't. Oh, I guess people have feelings. I mean, we all know about the uh, U.S. U.S. agents 
uh, at the end there that that comes in and, and plays the role of the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. I know some people that are not familiar with the comics are like, oh, what is that? They can't replace Chris Evans, but they're not, guys. They're not. <laughs> they're not going to yeah, relax. No. <laughs> it's actually going to be really interesting. I, t- I texted y'all this earlier in the week, but like I, they, they, the comics had a big thing with with Captain America where this new character is coming out and like mm-hmm. they're trying and like the amount of people we don't have to get into it because I will literally cry but like the amount of people that are so archaically attached to Steve Rogers that don't that only think that he's the only Captain America they see something like what we saw and they're like what are you what what do you mean and it's like listen I'm never I mean this is a lie but I try my best not to be a person that's like read the comic but at the end of the day it's like one of those things where I'm like you can't like these are all based on source material. Like yes. I love Steve Rogers for you, Kyrus. Since yes. the last time we spoke, I have rewatched <laughs> all of the Captain America movies, and I have a deepened appreciation for them. Yes. Captain America and the Winter Soldier is a phenomenal yes. film. One 100%. of the best. Yes. One of the best, and I would say all of them. But with that being said, it's like there's other Captain Americas, just like there are other Hulks yes. and there are other Iron yeah. Man. Yes. Other, like we have. This is a this is like a moniker that these characters have maybe started, but that doesn't mean they're the only ones that there's ever been. Like, they're not the X Men; they're the only people that hang on to their titles. Right, right, right. But, uh, right. There's so many Captain Americas that have worn the uniform, and specifically with this one, it's even if you feel like Steve Rogers is being replaced, you're going to realize what happened. It, it's going to be really good. I don't want to uh, get into it and say who he is for people yeah, me watching, either. but uh, yeah. you're going to realize w- everything that's wrong. Like he gave Sam the shield for a reason. Good people right. need to have that shield. And when you just pass it off, it all goes awry. So it's really good to see this in the show and how it's going to unfold. Yes. So, what I loved about Sam's moment with the shield is and, and it's also like a, a kind of experience that I think was also juxtaposed by the, the bank visit. You know, when you're, you know, a, a, a black man, a person of color in this country, everybody is trying to replace you, remove you, mm-hmm. forget about you, overlook you, look past you with whatever. It doesn't, he's an Avenger. He's an Avenger. And Mm -hmm. they literally said giving the shield to us was the right choice. And then they gave it to a white man. So Mm -hmm. that for me. Like what? Like, oh my God. The, the, I felt like watching Sam, my favorite moment of the, my favorite kind of through line of the entire episode was the fact that we are watching Sam deal with Sam. We're not Mm -hmm. watching essentially like, like, so for me, what I have always found brilliant about Marvel Comics, where I think they do Trump DC, is I said this on the last one I was on, where I think that Marvel focuses on the person, less of the hero. Mm-hmm. So we know, it's interesting to watch Captain America because we know everything about Sam Rogers. It's interesting to watch Iron Man because we know everything about Tony Stark. But the thing with Sam Rogers, but the thing with, um, <laughs> but the thing with, um, Steve Rogers, excuse me, I had a brain fart. But the thing with Sam <laughs> that was so incredible to me was obviously like knowing the struggles and, and being an ally and understanding what black men go through in America every day, exactly what you're saying, watching him at the bank. And it's like, literally he's an Avenger and they won't give him a loan. I know. And it wasn't in my mind. I didn't feel like that was exploited. I didn't feel like, mm-hmm. I felt like it was just a genuine that to me, like if I wasn't already bought in because I'm an MCU person, I was like, I will watch every episode of this because this is such an incredible commentary on race. Because at the end of the day, like think about how many black lawyers or black doctors or black heroes in our community that go through the exact same situation. They're not Avengers. And it's like, you're saying, right. it's like, why, what do you mean? Why don't yeah. I- my, my favorite line from the episode, I believe Sam said this to his sister. I think he said something along the lines of, you know, I don't mess with these white folk. And like, <laughs> and like when he said that, I was like, I feel you. I feel you. What I felt that in my heart. It, I mean, it also reminded me of like how soldiers come back and mm-hmm. they don't, or they aren't provided. Like what the guy who was, uh, who couldn't give him a loan, he was just like, isn't there like a hero's fund or right. something? 
something that can help you and it's just like well he's here so clearly right you know they're not helping him the way that they should but it, that happens to a lot of veterans in the army yes. too where they're they're not given the resources that they probably should be at least not at the timely fashion right that they really and, need. and the other the other person i want to make sure it gets his shout out is this beautiful specimen right here uh mr oh funny joaquin torres who who i believe turns into takes over the falcon mantle at some point in the comics um mr i i loved him in this in this episode i thought that he was really adorable um, i can't wait to see you know what the mcu does with him hopefully this is not just like a one-time hey i'm in a show kind of thing but he actually um you know gets you know some some play here um young young man um that i thought did pretty well in this first episode and he's adorable and I, I just want to fight for him I'm fighting for him I think that like with especially with him I I just feel like you know obviously like WandaVision was incredible and mm -hmm. we were all moved emotionally and I, I think that Marvel is for everybody but you know I felt very much like WandaVision was out here for the gays and the vays. And, <laughs> and I felt like I was very, so me, honestly, like I was, I like, I, I was excited to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier for the continuity and just the content, but I was like, let me see. And in that first scene, really, I was like, I love that I live in a time where I'm watching probably the biggest production company in the world put out with a, a, a man of like, two men of color that mm -hmm. are sitting here as the leads in this moment. And I was like, and it's not, we're, they're just two men of color. They mm -hmm. happen to be men of color and it's incredible watch them. They're the stars of this moment. And right. they, as I'm watching it, I'm like, think I, representation is like the through line of my life. So I just think to myself, like how many kids now are going to have such different trajectories of their lives watching a, I believe he's Latin, Hakeem. <laughs> And then watching these two men where it's like, they're heroes. They're not, we're not talking about their race in this moment. We're not talking about mm -hmm. it. You can just see yourself in this character. And for me, like it was such immediately a buy-in after WandaVision feeling so represented as a crazy person watching WandaVision. <laughs> and then watching this, I was like, they've done it again. Like I'm in it in five minutes and I'm back in it and I'm that engaged. And it just, for me, I think that there's no way that Hakeem's not going to be well into the MCU because we, they've already confirmed Catherine Hahn is coming back from WandaVision. They've already confirmed that these- I did not know this information. I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah, Kevin Feige was like very obviously cagey about it. But the point is, it's clear that these, what's brilliant about this whole TV thing is they're planting these seeds for yeah. these films that we didn't get in the first phase. Yes. Yeah. And, and it requires it's, patience. It's going to require patience because like <laughs> I, what we can't have is people watching every episode of Falcon Winter Soldier being like, is that Mephisto in the background? Like, <laughs> 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 we, can't, we can't do that. Um, so like, so I do want to ask just, just overall, um, if you know, how did you like Falcon Winter Soldier? Jackie, I'll start with you. Like what big fan are you looking forward to how it uh to the direction it heads in? Like what were your what are your initial thoughts? Uh yeah, it's really good. It's definitely a slow burn, not in a bad yeah. way though. They're definitely in their phase where they're building the character development than anything. Um, I'm excited to see the foil that this new um Captain America is going to create in comparison to the original Captain America and mm -hmm. to Sam Wilson, who should be Captain America. The yes, Captain America. I so agree. I'm excited to see all these. Um, yeah. Any any particular moments from the episode that stand out to you? Um, I just feel so bad for um, Winter Soldier for Bucky because, mm -hmm. like, when he's uh, having lunch with, uh, he's trying to make amends with this yes. really elderly Asian guy, and you just yeah. see like expressions where he's just so he's just like I want to tell you mm -hmm. so I, I really I'm always intrigued by his emotional I want to see his arc his character arc from he's right. really broken right now and I want to see him fully fulfilled by the end so his character arc is what I'm really glued to right now absolutely and the and the woman that he uh went on a date with she's a cutie patootie she, she is, is. she's a cutie so patootie cute. yes so yeah so I mean I'm just saying my lady i can't remember your name but uh, you know if, <laughs> if you're not into guys that have poor circulation in their left arm then i mean 
I have full circulation in my, both my arms, and I have both my arms. So I mean, it's the same. Stone it out. Wow, there. ableist! How good you get? <laughs> oh my god, we're not that. That came out so wrong. You're I was more trying to compare myself to a available. superhero. I have both my arms. I was <laughs> Irish man. Bucky got both his arms too. Bucky got both his arms too. Let's both his arms. That's true. That's he has true. arms 2.0. He does yeah, have arms 2.0. Right. That is true. That is true. I'm not an ableist. I promise. I promise. I promise. People just tuned out this guy. This guy. <laughs> we were a fan, not anymore. I was trying to confirm myself to a superhero. I promise. Uh John, John, what are your what were your thoughts on the episode? Um, yeah, again, it was great. Honestly, from how like i like and again hearing slow burn like from com- like comparatively to wandavision like the, i didn't think any of this was a slow burn they, from the opening of the show they told you what we are yeah. you, you get ready strap in you know hold on tight we're gonna take you on a ride and then all the middle was kind of like not filler but it was all that kind of creamy center and then it mm-hmm. it, it you know bookend with the kind of big reveal of like you know oh now it's it's you know we've got a new Captain America. Oh no, what is this? You know, but I I agree with with Jackie. I'm sorry. Marvel knows how to get me and make me cry because I I don't know if maybe I missed something. I watched the episode again and I I did. Maybe I missed it again, but I didn't know that the son of the older man that he was having lunch with and stuff like that was the guy that Bucky killed in the Mm -hmm. dream until literally right after the date, right when he opened the door. And I literally had the thought like, huh, what if the son was the guy that Bucky <laughs> killed and then he opened the door and then there was the picture and I immediately started crying. Like, just like, like lost it. Cause I was like, oh my it's, God. I mean, it's just good writing at that point. Oh, 100%, 100%. And also it's just, I love that because it's, you know, again, if you're not that person, which Bucky Barnes was not that person before mm-hmm. he became the Winter Soldier, he was, you know, he was a human being who saw his best friend, who was like five four and like a stick, get turned into this six two like gigantic beefy muscular dude, mm-hmm. and he's still a normal dude, but he said, "I'm gonna go and fight right next to you." Yeah, like he, like where Captain America is, like the small person standing up, you know. Bucky was the, the the everyday person fighting alongside of good. Absolutely, you know? and he and he's all and he always he always did that for for Captain uh, for for Steve Rogers. I mean, you know, even back when Steve Rogers was getting beat up in that alleyway, and he's like, I exactly. can do this all day. You know, and Bucky was there to save him. He was you know? dealt such a ter- he was dealt such a terrible hand because really mm. he did all those terrible things because he was being mentally assaulted for exactly. like ninety years. Yeah, you know. So like, what do you? How does that like affect you? And I love that we're going through this and like it wasn't his fault, but he still feels so guilty. Right. You know, and he doesn't know how to how to make amends and to fix right. things. Is that your is that that moment with uh, with the grand or with the father? Um, was that your favorite moment from the show? Uh, it's it, honestly again the entire show was was so good. I mean, if I had to pick like a slow moment, it would be that. But if I had to pick like a fast high octane moment, like that that opening chase i i still i i genuinely audibly gasped multiple times yeah so like same invested and just like same and then this and this is me audibly gasp gasping at 3 a.m as i'm like (laughs) that's the very first thing that happens and i'm like okay i guess i'm awake now (laughs) (laughs) um but i hope Zack snyder was taking notes because that that opening sequence had zero slow motion i'm just just (laughs) throwing it out there just throwing it out there uh jared what were your thoughts overall of the episode um okay so i'm like how do i edit myself so um (laughs) i will definitely say that when so i was so engrossed in the episode when it was on that i did not realize that the winter soldier episode was a flashback and I immediately was like, no, I said to Charlie, my boyfriend and I were watching it. And I was like, Bucky has to go. I was like, enough. We've tried too many times. I'm like, here. I was like, he's back brainwashed again. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. And then I was like, oh, it's a flashback. So I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I liked the use of the making amends, because if you know anybody mm-hmm. that's in recovery, it's a huge, yes. huge part of recovery is making amends. What I also liked about it was that it was clear that he's lying. So I had this feeling of almost, I'm like, Bucky, what are you doing? Mm. So like when I, 
So I, if you noticed, this is how you know, I like watched it four times, but if you notice in, in the notebook, he crosses off that guy's name to like mm-hmm. making Mr. Yagasaki is on that list. Mm-hmm. So immediately you're like, oh God, it's the son. He killed the son. For me, I, so, so that was really brilliant to me because I felt like I was on a ride with Bucky the whole time where I was like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm scared for him. And I was like, then also like, just because of my own selfish, like need to always bring Wanda into everything. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, where was that therapist in Westview? I'm like, y'all, I'm like, y'all have free reign of this therapist over here for Bucky, but Wanda's over here, like playing the Sims with people's like, she's out here redesigning people's Sims cheat with the cheat codes too. She has I'm Sims with the cheat she's codes. Rose doing that like Rose cheek, like cheat code we did when we were kids. And I'm like, she's ruining everybody's lives. Yeah, I still play talking, that shit proudly. I'm like, you're over here talking about making amends with Bucky. I'm like, Bucky will be okay. Wanda is over here like <laughs> altering like, the universe. Right. Like, where was this? No, here's my here's my question. So the events of this take they they have to take place after Westview, right? So Chris was month. Chris yeah. was saying that Westview t- seemed to have taken place about three weeks afterward. Whereas this Falcon Winter Soldier seems to be a few months afterward. Right, right. So I think the order that they're officially saying is that it's it goes WandaVision, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, and then the Spider-Man movie is supposed okay. to be like after the, but with that being said, it's interesting because WandaVision was supposed to come out after Winter Soldier. That's it was. What I was yes. So it's almost like Marvel was like, shit, we can't fuck up the yes. timeline. And I, I think they already had to make some edits anyway, because I, if I'm not mistaken, I did read that there was a, a plot, a subplot at one point about a virus um, that, that oh, they oh, had oh, to oh. stop and that they had to do some like rejigging because of the panorama uh, that that's going on because they had to rejig it. So, but so that might be moment. another reason why that why they just pushed it back. But my favorite moment, sorry, I'm so long winded. My no, favorite fine. moment is was the end where Sam and his sister um, mm. saw the new Captain America because it yeah. felt very much like. I just think that it's important for people to see things like that because yes. it, what what the way that it moved me was I was like you said earlier like he's an Avenger yeah. and it's like even with all of this we're they could still take this away from him and it's yes. like he's watching this play out on screen it's not even like he was invited like you're not even going to invite Sam to I know yeah also to watch it on TV. Also, like, I don't know if anybody caught it real quick. Don't mean to interrupt you, but okay, I'll never stop talking if you don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> when the whatever guy from Smithsonian or the military or whatever. He's, he's a government guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was like, you know, you made the right choice. He said, you made the right choice, son. Mm. Now, I don't know mm. if anybody knows this, mm. but old white men love saying to black men of all ages, they love calling them son. Mm-hmm. which is such a power move it's Absolutely. such a power move yeah and he and he definitely he definitely did it and i this you know what's funny is that this is the second mcu show in, in a row where we're getting these white men government agents um in, in power that are you know trying to uh either push down a woman or a person of color <laughs> and i'm like Feige, what are you, what are you saying? Yeah, you know, you know, look at in WandaVision with Monica. Look how he yeah. dismisses Monica yeah. and he treats Monica that way. Absolutely. I think, I think that's powerful for the MCU because it's happening in real life. Yeah, and so I bet you most people don't even catch on to it. Exactly. They're not even this yeah. over their head. Really, really just in the comics, there's a uh-huh. bunch of like white military men in suits and you're just like, uh-oh, there's a white uh-huh. military that's, man in a suit. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> the thing about the comics that I think is so brilliant is if you read any of the Marvel comics, which you, you don't have to, but if you do, they're all dealing with real life stuff. All yes. of these black characters deal with racism in the comics, like Storm and T'Challa and yeah. all of them deal with racism in the comics. So I think that we have a lot of like toxic white men in the comic fandom that would yeah. love to, for Sam to just be Sam. They're like, we don't need right. to know that he's black. We don't need to hear about that he's black. And it's like, nobody is. And right. yeah. at, at the end of the day, it's important it's that we talk about it. Absolutely. And let's Absolutely. just be real. Let's just be real. There's a lot of people 
the even the average Joe that are just like, if there's a problem, just shoot it. And that's, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah, like all like the legit. strong military oh, men. And it's interesting, right. Jonathan, that you bring up that son comment because that felt like a threat to me when he was mm. like, when he was like, oh, you made the right choice. I, like me, my, like my, I'm real gully with stuff. So I would have been like, what, what would have been the wrong choice? Like right. do something about it. I'm the Falcon. What are you going to do? I, right. I thought when he said that, I was just like, Killmonger just broke into a museum just for fun. So why yeah, let's just keep the shield in the, in, in, in the museum. Exact, I literally said to Charlie, I was like, did nobody watch Black Panther? I'm like, right. they shield the <laughs> in the Smithsonian. I'm like, Killmonger walked in with a cup of coffee yeah. and literally right. had the whole place shut down. But I mean, in 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 um, their defense, you saw what Michael B. Jordan looked like in that scene. I mean, I might have been like, I mean, what do you need, Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> I, I got it for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about he was wearing like the, what, he was wearing like this jean jacket with his dreads, kind of like draped off to the side. Good lord, I'm straight. I promise. <laughs> I, I promise. Got whatever I'm straight. he needed to, bro. I would have been. Like, what do you need, bro? Yeah, that's another. He's that's so another, handsome. He is so yes. handsome, but he, yeah. he's. I we could talk about Killmonger on another day because he's mm. he's given me another he's given me another little it's close to Jared Leto but we could talk we, about that ooh. Yeah, we met, I don't he's my him. favorite he's my favorite MCU villain he's my favorite I think that he's a great villain I mm-hmm. feel like there are moments my least favorite moment in the entire movie of Black Panther is when he says hey auntie to oh I loved it I loved it, loved it. my entire family me. loved it my mom but, loved it when I watched it with my mom yeah so I don't and I'm sure that <laughs> but for me it felt like exactly just that it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it felt like the, the that's a different that it was pandering you're saying yes I felt like a lot of his performance in, for a moment, I love Chadwick Boseman, may he rest in peace. But for a moment, I'm like, if 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 Michael B. Jordan was going to give that much, why not just make him T'Challa? You know what I mean? Like if he was going to give, because for me, I felt like there was, it's a different conversation. I think that he's great. I've heard that they're bringing him back. So I think that I would love to see maybe the next phase of Killmonger and see where that's going to go. But mm. I didn't, I wasn't completely bought into him in Black Panther. And I think that it's because Black Panther was for me, like the greatest meal I had ever eaten in my entire life. Oh, like, so I, delicious. It, yeah. It's every moment of Black Panther, like finally Angela Bassett in like- Yes, the getting her flowers, yes. And then you have Danae, who I think is just, that's like her Okoye is one of my favorite <gasps> performances in the MCU. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. she's brilliant. She's so, so I strong. Think, I yes. think when to, when Michael B. Jordan came in, I was like, I have enough. What are you doing? So I think it might have been like, it might have been that. But I felt like what was brilliant about this was it we all are so we've digested this material so well that we all had that same feeling of like, we're like, but Killmonger walked into the museum and stole that. What are you doing? And we have all these moments of like, but look at the difference between Black Panther and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like Black Panther, we have a whole universe in Wakanda of black people. So we don't get to experience necessarily this racism that we're experiencing in the exact same universe mm-hmm. on the other side with Sam. So I just think that like, I will always tip my hat to Marvel, especially after watching justice league, because I'm like, the storytelling in the MCU is brilliant. And I agree. Like, and, and, and it's all from different, and it's from different directors. It's from different directors, different writers. It's, it's a whole. Honestly, yeah. let me, let me just say mm-hmm. my sister and her wife, the day before they got married, uh, the whole bridal party, we met uh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, and wow. He's super sweet and he smells like everything you would dream of. So now whenever I like, the only thing is that like when he, he hangs out, he actually is a normal person. He, um, he asked my um, sister-in-law, he was just like, listen, you can hug me all you want. I just don't want any pictures. He was there without security. He was having a drink. He doesn't want to be bothered. So whenever I see him in a movie, I'm just like, Oh, you're such a good person and you're handsome. Yeah. Like I melt into the floor. <laughs> my, favorite about, my favorite thing about talking to people about when they meet celebrities is we are all, at some point we will talk about what they smell like. Like I, <laughs> I have never met a celebrity where I'm not like, oh my God, and she smelled incredible or like, oh, and he smelled, exa- so it's, I love that you're like- I, smelled- I've smelled, believe it or not, I've actually smelled Ben Affleck. I sat, so yeah, quick story. I actually, so I was in LA when- um, uh, I, I took a solo trip to LA and I went to go see Jimmy Kimmel because uh, I was by myself and I, I was like, I have time, I can do whatever I want. So I went to go see a taping of Jimmy Kimmel. It happened the night that I went to go see Jimmy Kimmel, they were taking all of our cell phones when we walked in. And I'm like, this is 
interesting. I don't know why they're doing this, right? Because I saw, I was looking at the list of guests and it was the guests that day were uh, Liv Tyler. Um, and uh, what's that MMA fighter, the Irish one or Scott, um, Conor McGregor. Yeah. It was Liv Tyler and Conor McGregor. Those were the guests. So I'm like, why are they taking our cell phones? This is really weird. So we get there. I sit in the, they, I was by myself. So like, and I was one of the last people to go in. And so I get there and they sit me in this empty row. And I'm like, why am I sitting in this empty row? This is so weird. Like I, everybody's sitting next to people and I'm just like in this like, completely empty row. Uh-huh. Right. So like the, the, the uh, show starts, he films his monologue, whatever. And then during the first commercial break, a group of people come out and sit in the row. From they come out from backstage and they sit in the row and the seat there was a guy sits next to me and then next to that guy was an empty seat and then the row was full and I'm like what is going on at the end of the commercial break ben affleck comes out and sits next to the guy and i'm like what is happening and like ben i think ben affleck thought that i was like whatever they were about to do i think he thought that i was like a part of it too he's like hey guys blah, blah, blah. And he's like shaking hands i'm like i just shook ben affleck's hand i'm like whatever so him uh, so at, during the uh, and this is all on tape by the way so I, I i can prove all of this all of you too so, <laughs> so ben affleck and jimmy kimmel do a bit little did i know that night was the premiere of um of the trailer for batman versus superman oh wow they premiered because remember jimmy kimmel used to premiere all of the dub like all, any kind of wb like wow. superhero movie stuff so yeah so it was so they did a sketch before um before and it was all about like i don't know popcorn and like it was really weird and so um i got to like sit next to ben affleck while watching the premiere trailer for batman vs superman were you cool because like i'm never cool with celebrities i was in complete shock i was in complete shock and like here's the thing i wanted to I watch the LA. trailer i love la for that so I, much. yeah i wanted to watch the trailer but i also wanted to watch him watch the trailer and like he was just <laughs> like to me like I, like i like i was like oh this is so cool and this like this was one of the first times we saw lex luther and this is the first time we ever saw Batman. <laughs> but meanwhile like i'm like watching the thing and like part of my, my other eye is like trying to look at ben affleck and he's just like normal just what because he's probably seen like 17 times but he's like he's like watching it and i'm like is he gonna react to that because <laughs> that's really cool is he gonna react to that um yeah so i got to sit next to ben affleck while watching oh, trailer. but wow. but but the anyway to go back to what we were talking about he smells great <laughs> <laughs> he smelled great uh and then afterwards like after the premiere whatever and then jimmy kimmel threw its commercial and then he like shook the hands of the people that were around him that were part of the sketch and um and he shook my hand again and like but he smelled delicious. he was caked in makeup caked in makeup yeah of course yeah the like, lighting is harsh caked in makeup but he smelled delicious um <laughs> but anyway that's that's beside the point so um so here's my last question to y'all um i do want to talk about steve rogers in in general where is he dead or is he gone I, I thought he was dead. I thought they alluded to right. So like I at first I was like, oh, he's he maybe he died, but I'm like, I don't think he's dead. Like maybe I don't like, like I, don't I think, think he's dead either. I don't think yeah. he's dead either. So in in House of M, um, they when Wanda like shuts everything down when Wanda like when Wanda changes the universe, which I read it if you haven't, it's incredible. But in Great. House of M one of the first things so in house of m wolverine is the only person that knows he's in the timeline that he's in everybody else doesn't know where they are and in house of m they have a moment where wolverine if i'm not mistaken goes to steve rogers or some they show steve rogers and it's old man steve rogers yes and he's he's Uh. just like and they make the decision not to involve steve (gasps) you've hurt my heart all over again in house of m storyline so as soon as they, I thought of that last night, I'm like, Steve Rogers has an arc. Old Steve Rogers has an arc in the comics. They have confirmed that Chris is not coming back, but mm-hmm. they have not confirmed that he's not in this. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's, if we have a moment a la House of M where they show that everyone's kind of leaving Steve Rogers to live out the golden years of his yes. life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool moment. Because, He's having a great life, but everybody yeah, they just, just respects show him, like, it. Walking his dog or something. They show him like walking out of his brownstone in Brooklyn and like walking his mm-hmm. dog. But it's this moment where 
it feels nothing is ever unintentional and it feels in the comics it feels like they're saying no we're letting him like live out his old life so he i deserves this i wouldn't be surprised if they show that i also felt like that conversation about the moon was alluding mm. to more than maybe it was letting on so mm -hmm. i think that like when excuse me sam is like i know for a fact that's not what's happening i think that like if I know Marvel, it'll be like the last three minutes of this entire series. But with that being said, I still think we're going to get maybe not a cameo, maybe not, but something to let us know that Steve Rogers is not dead. I it's going to be Mephisto coming out saying, hey, Steve Rogers. Or Agatha. It'll be Agatha. It'll be It's Mephisto just like, we'll oh, well, let's leave him alone. We'll see like Agatha, Catherine Hahn will remove the Steve Rogers face. Okay. She'll have three infinity stones in her hand and we'll know that she's- No, I would- I would, I would not. Imagine I mean, if Catherine Hahn, imagine if Catherine Hahn is the new big bad of the next, like, but they never, well, they never I mean, Feige, Feige did say that this show does set up, I think he said three Marvel movies, or three Marvel, I don't, I don't know movies, but three Marvel stories. So I, my guess, is. my guess would be, I feel like it can go in multiple directions. So I don't know, but like, I feel like it definitely sets up armor wars because at one point when when uh sam was talking to the group of people at the museum and he talks about you know the armor and stuff like that who do they cut to they cut to they cut to roadie you know uh, reacting to that so i think it's it has to set something up there um per perhaps secret of invasion maybe yeah i think you know? that secret invasion i agree i think secret invasion is i think we're going to get secret invasion and um Secret Wars? Yeah, Secret Wars. Yeah, I think we'll get Secret Invasion and Secret Wars. I think they'll come later on than we think. Mm -hmm. I think this is a hot take. I think we're going to get another Captain America movie. So I think oh, at the end okay. of this, I think whoever takes the shield, which I'm obviously hoping will be Sam, mm -hmm. but I think at the end of this, we'll get that person will be in the fourth Captain America movie. I think that I feel like we're going to, they just haven't like figured mm -hmm. that out. Right. I would die to see a Sam-led Captain America film. I would die. They probably, so, they probably would do what they did with Spider-Man and pair him with somebody. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, because I like, I like Anthony Mackie. I do. I think Anthony Mackie is an underrated actor. I love him. He's going to be Clarence to me. Yeah, he's right. yeah. always going to be Clarence. But, yes. I love Anthony Mackie. But here's, but, but here's the thing. I don't think he's a big enough star to carry the movie on his own. And I I wouldn't be I surprised if they if they paired him with like like they threw in I don't know somebody else to to the kind of like what they did with uh, with Spider Man the first Spider Man and they, what they did with um what's his face um uh, uh, Tony Stark and the first one the second one was uh, um, Sam Jackson um, uh, Nick Fury yeah. so like I wouldn't be surprised if they did something similar just to help you know with that with that load. I'm excited for wherever it goes in that way. Sorry, Jonathan, go ahead. I was gonna say, no, uh, Carlos, you did say that, that, that it's inspiring three. That's what uh, Feige said, yeah. You know what? My question is, and this is me just spitballing, what if the third story is Miss Marvel? Because, oh, true, true. Because who are these super soldiers that are coming out of the woodwork from banks? True. How did they get to be that people? Who are these new people with the mask? Are they going to start dispersing this 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 right. serum, whatever it is, mm -hmm. to like everyday people? Do right. you think Kamala Khan could be, you know, in 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 the wrong place at the wrong time, or, or something happens, she gets exposed to something? I don't know. I don't now know. Now that AIM is a thing, do you think we'll finally get a MODOK? Like a in-canon MODOK? Oh, yeah. so but cool. I don't know because isn't, isn't Patton Oswalt's MODOK technically in canon? Even yeah, though it's animated? I feel I don't know. I don't know because I, I anything <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. related, I feel like they're just going to like throw it out they, the window. They acknowledge so Jackie, it and then they don't acknowledge it. So Jackie, correct me if I'm wrong. Kamala is a shapeshifter, right? That's her power? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think that's brilliant, Jonathan. And now my wheels are like turning right. turning because what mm -hmm. if it is Captain? So when you said three stories. I was like, what could the other one be? And I was mm -hmm. like, the only one that feasibly could make sense to me would be Miss Marvel's story. Mm -hmm. It's like, how did she become, how did she Who start? does, and that show, which is filming now, does come out this year. Yeah, 2021. So, yes, yes, it come, it's filming now. When did <laughs> She-Hulk she is next year? She-Hulk is next year? Mm -hmm. 
I, I would imagine so. So I would imagine so. Yeah. So I that so we so just to get myself on the right page. So we are going to go from Falcon and Winter Soldier into Black Widow, which we can talk about my depression over that, and then <laughs> the most ridiculous. Then we have Loki. MCU. Then we have Loki. Yes. Then we have what? Miss Marvel. Think, hold on. It, um, if only there were a device. Marvel, one of the two. <laughs> um yeah because we're definitely getting eternals we're getting spider-man at some point this year too um is going to screw everything up though because i feel like it's going to be completely out of the timeline at this point because i think eternals is going to be so far removed i said this last time where i'm like they're gonna they've taken so much liberty with eternals that i wouldn't be surprised if they're like it's in a story that fit almost like how guardians was the first oh, time. shit you know we you know what we forgot all about what? july 9th shang chi shang chi Oh, what if this sets up that? It would. What I mean, if it, maybe, maybe that could? I could see that happening. I yeah. will say, Shang Chi oh, wow. is probably like the most out of my realm of like knowledge. So I'm gonna see that with brand new eyes. Well, the and they're part. retconning the man, the um, Mandarin. I think. Yes, yeah, they uh, are. Yes. Which, thank yeah. God, I wanted to see a cinematic. So I have, yeah. I have the list up here. Okay, so. Um, it is Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is out now. Black Widow on May 7th. Loki on June 11th. Shang-Chi on July 9th. What if at some point in the summer, then Hawkeye, then Miss Marvel. This is all this year. And then Eternals and then Spider-Man. That's all this year. And then in 2022 <laughs> is Doctor Strange in March and Thor in May. Wow. Okay. I mean, thank you, Marvel, for making all these things happen during. And just a, giving a me a life. Giving yeah. me a life. I, so I think they said that, like, pretty much, um, like, every week this week or every week this year, there's going to be something Marvel related, more or yeah. less, this year. Um, and then in 2022, um, after um, we, I mean, we, and we obviously we still have the next. Um, what do you call it? Uh, we still have Morbius that has to come out. We still have um, the uh, Venom that has to come out. We And then Black Panther 2 comes out next year. Captain Marvel 2 comes out next year. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania comes out. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Blade, She-Hulk. Um, does it have a, a, a release date yet? Moon Knight, Secret well, Invasion. Liv Tyler's, Liv Tyler's supposed to come back for She-Hulk. That would be nice. Um, so, Secret wait. Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars... Groot I've been sitting on this for like three days as I meant to talk to you guys about this and we don't have to we can wait till we close the podcast but have y'all seen the reddit leak that came out this week I don't know wait what's this about oh so there's like 26 they're not none of them are like plot ruiners wait 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 wait. let's talk about that after just in okay, case there's anybody can, listening that doesn't want to that doesn't want to so can, okay so let's so let's do this so uh with that said my final thoughts on Falcon Winter Soldier. I loved it. I can't wait to see where it goes. We're getting six episodes of this as opposed to nine. Um, but I like the length where I think we're getting like 40 minute episodes pretty much every, Thank God. every, Thank God. every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited. And they haven't even touched some of the things that I know that's coming. Like, for example, uh, we have some Miss uh, Carter, Miss Carter, Beyonce's coming. Um, we, <laughs> we have some Sharon, Sharon Carter coming. We didn't even see, um, we didn't really see any of the, the, um, Flag, well, we saw the Flag Smashers briefly, but we didn't even get them fully yet. Um, and then we have obviously Daniel Brühl uh, coming back as uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Mephisto. Yes. Mephisto. So, so, and and Lord knows what other surprises we're going to get. I think we're going to get a couple more surprises um during this i wouldn't be surprised if we get a couple like smaller cameos kind of like on the roadie style of things so um i'm excited for this i'm uh, i'm excited for people to to see it uh and obviously we'll be here to talk about it so if you enjoy this panel please be sure to follow me on your favorite social media platform uh, social media platforms at the vibe with kai you can also visit my website at the vibe with kai.com where i'm always posting things and uh, that'll help you do good feel good be good and have a good life full of good vibes um to my friends Jackie, Jared, John, my three J's. Oh, the J. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that just now. Thank you. Um, thank you for sitting. And and by the way, um, I, I this is this is an announcement. Um, the last panel that we did, the um, uh, the one about the um, pre prepping for Falcon and Winter Soldier, is my number one podcast of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can say this mm -hmm. yeah. It's my I'm number upset. one podcast of all I got time. 
I ginger spice myself from that podcast. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, so if this one, so if this one doesn't do as well, I'm fired. It's just, I mean, yeah, exactly. you gotta you go, throw us away. Gotta go with the ratings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So congratulations to my friends. Uh, uh, with over with over one thousand streams on my podcast, friends. Wow. Um, so Congratulations to you, Kyrie. This is such a cool thing to look forward to to yeah. be able to talk amongst people that have like minded, especially with somebody yeah. as brilliant as you. This is so fun. No, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just a nerd. Look at him sucking up now. No. Okay, Carl. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, I already signed my contract for the <laughs> remainder of the series. So he's, yeah, he's saying this. He's saying this because if we look at the ratings for this episode and it's down, we already we already know. You know. Already know. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So no, people, people are really liking this. And I think the, the more often that we do this and people look forward to it, people will be like, Oh, guess who, guess what it is. It's Saturday morning. You know, I cannot wait to hate Michael when Michael comes back. That'll be my favorite. We'll yes. On Michael's return. Michael. <laughs> we need to plan something. Michael, if you're watching this, prepare. Everybody put a DC shirt on for that day. We all need Wonder Woman, Harley yes, Quinn, Joker. Of you, of you, if this is your first time listening or watching, uh, we do have another panelist. His name is Michael Anthony Cray. Um, who has like a full-fledged like family, like like family, yeah. like two two children, a wife, um, you know, like happy American life. And he 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 wrote to us uh, yesterday or the day before. He's like, guys, I love you, <laughs> I love you, <laughs> but there's no way I'm going to be able to watch um, Zack uh, Zack Snyder's <laughs> four-hour movie Six with hours. children. <laughs> My favorite part about him texting us was that like he thought any of us thought he was snarky when obviously he's a not at all. Guy. I felt bad because <laughs> so I was kind. driving. I felt I felt bad because I was driving. But and I'm like, oh. he's like, I'm not doing a DC. He thought he thought that we thought that he was like, I'm not doing a DC podcast. And then you change the name. Kyrus changed just for everybody listening. Kyrus changed the name of the group to Marvel and DC sometimes. <laughs> The shade, the shade, <laughs> the shade. Oh my God, I can't. Well, I'm super excited to be sitting and, and chatting with my friends about this. Uh, as always, once again, if you enjoyed this, make sure you click that subscribe button or follow me on your favorite social media platforms and then follow all these crazy people as well. Uh, as always, my friends, thank you so much for joining us. As always, God bless and good vibes. Bye, my friends. Thank you. Bye. I'm not going to